Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ames. It's a great honor to welcome our next guest at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Jim Pernis is the Vice President, Fixed Operations at Subaru of America, and first time here at the conference. Jim, welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thanks so much, Ted. It's great to be here. Hey, great to have you. And, uh, you know, we've heard so much about Subaru at these last few events. Uh, as you probably know, Tom Dahl spoke at yeah. the most recent one in November, and uh, Tom really kicked us off with uh, the charity uh, towards uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So we're, we're very honored to have Subaru and Jim to have you here with the event as well. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you for the good work you do and the, the money that you help raise. It's fantastic. You know, it's, it's really our audience. And, um, you know, I think you'll agree with me because I know you've been in the business uh, a long, long time that the dealers are historically very charitable and the automotive retail industry is charitable. I know Subaru, that's a big part of your message as well. And, uh, you know, I think, by the way, it's one of the differentiators about Subaru of America that uh, not every manufacturer can say. Yes, yes. We, uh, we believe in giving back to the communities that we serve. Our retailers certainly do. Uh, we call it the love promise and the six stars that guide us. And, and it's, it's really about doing the right thing for the customer and just as importantly, doing the right thing in the community and giving back. Yeah, and I, I sense from speaking with your retailers, that is at the forefront and they, they do the right thing. And, uh, you know, which has not always been the case among other retailers in the industry historically. Um, Jim, you've had at Subaru tremendous sales growth uh, for a, a lot of years now. And that's also produced a tremendous demand in fixed operations and will into the foreseeable future service and parts for years to come. Um, tell our audience a little bit, how are you preparing uh, your uh, Subaru retailers for this? Yes. Uh, well, you're, you're correct. We've been very fortunate to be on, on a great growth curve. Uh, certainly, we're, we're looking for more product as we go forward uh, through, uh, through the current uh, production challenges in the industry. But we're, we've got a huge units in operation count, seven-year UIO, and it's continuing to grow. And, and, you know, for many years now, we've been working with our retailers on fixed operations expansion. We started first looking internally at ourselves and at Subaru of America to make sure we have the right, the right overall RDC network of parts distribution. And we've enhanced that over the last 18 months. We've added a million and a half square feet of parts distribution. We've expanded our technical training centers for more capacity. So we first looked inward. But uh, just as importantly, we partnered with our retailers and created the Fox program about seven years ago in the early stages of our, our vehicle sales increase uh, and trend. And the Fox program where it was uh, where we would partner with our retailers on their plans to add stalls, add capacity in fixed operations, in parts and service for the growing UIO. And it's been hugely successful, uh, great participation, partnership with our retailers. 
to, to build the physical plant, the, the, the physical presence and the footprint of their stores to capitalize on the units in operation. And it's really helped sustain us a lot right now, certainly as we all want more new vehicles, uh, our Subaru fixed operations is kicking butt and bringing customers back and, and adding to the customer retention strategy. Yeah, I could I could see that's a big part of it. And, you know, congratulations to you because I can I can tell from speaking to your retailers. Uh, we had Liza Borges uh, on the last mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. She's here again with us at this show. And so is Adam Ahrens. Um, you know, it's it's a big focus, uh, fixed operations at Subaru. And you really, you know, you, you folks do things right. And you really you think of everything with the with the guest, with the with the customer in mind. Yes, yes. Well, the lifetime value of a consumer and a Subaru customer is phenomenal. And and it's so much less expensive to keep that customer coming back than it is to acquire a new one. And that's especially true with Subaru. So we we partner with our retailers on, in customer retention. It's one of the, the main pillars of fixed operations is customer retention and bringing those customers back so they can see the new generation of Outback, so they can see the Wilderness Edition, the Forester, and the Crosstrek. And so we create that, that virtuous cycle of coming back, getting the parts and service work done, getting the maintenance there, and being the number one choice for all things fixed operations. So go to the retailer first, from tires, which we're really focused on uh, more than ever in the last year or 18 months, to uh, you know, major repairs and to uh, just about everything we can possibly do for the customer, just to keep that connection strong, so we can count on that customer for the future, for the next generation of new car sales. I love it. Now, how do you measure success among your retailers and service and and parts? Well, we at Subaru we have three pillars in fixed operations: the the customer experience, measuring that. Customer retention, measuring that, which a great customer experience leads to customer retention. And then finally, retailer profitability. And they all go hand in hand. Uh, some specifics on that in terms of the customer experience, we, we measure that through a net promoter score that our retailers have. And we're able to get that net promoter score right down to individuals within the store based on their customer context. So they have their own uh, score that they're responsible for, not just the whole store. And that helps with accountability on, on net promoter scores. Then customer retention, we look at two main benchmarks, uh, first maintenance complete and ongoing service retention. First maintenance complete is coming back at least once for one RO within the first year uh, for, for a uh, routine maintenance, oil service, etc. And then ongoing service retention is uh, over an 18-month period, two ROs. So that's another measurement that we use that all of our retailers have have their fingers on. And then finally, uh, ultimately, it's retailer profitability and all the different ways you can slice and dice that in terms of part sales per uh, RO, part sales per unit in operation. Uh, and, and there's a number of different benchmarks that we have there to help the, the retailers compare themselves to their fellow stores and, and where their opportunities are. My, um, my daughter uh, is 20 years old and is graduating uh, college uh, uh, not far from us, Jim, uh, just north of New Jersey. You, you and I are both in New Jersey. Yes. And uh, she'll graduate in May. And she just became a Subaru uh, Crosstrek customer. So I know she's, uh, 
she's going to be visiting uh, the service department, uh, you know, sometime. Uh, well, maybe not so soon, although since she took delivery, I haven't seen her very much. She might start putting some mileage on that vehicle. That's oh, that's great. Well, you, you know, one thing that she may be um, uh, called called for very soon, most of our retailers participate in what we call the Love Encore redelivery program. Okay. And it's usually in the neighborhood of three weeks to a month after initial delivery to go over uh, the features of the car and to spend some time because of delivery. And I'm sure she experiences sometimes you're just so excited to get that car and to get moving and you have other things on your mind. So we, we uh, call our customers back within those first few weeks and bring them in and go over those difficult to understand uh, features and, and how everything works. And a lot of times they come to us with a list of questions about things and, and it's a good hour, two hours sometimes going over everything in the car from the telematics and the Starlink to the uh, to, to, to all the features. And so uh, hopefully she'll get that call soon and and go through that to, you know, take advantage of, of all that her new Crosstrek has to offer. Jim, that's a really good idea because I know that time of delivery, a lot of lot of us okay so we're all consumers as well we may not be focused on everything that's new in the vehicle and may not understand everything but we we get home and you're right in the next couple of weeks we have questions about how does this work how does that work and um mm-hmm. that's a really wise move so i uh i like that a whole lot I, I, yeah we uh we have a lot of retailers participating in that program not all of them uh, it takes a, a discipline and that is not meant to sell anything, that appointment. It is a truly a follow-up re-delivery to answer questions, to go over technology. There's so much technology in these cars a- a- and really to create that bond for that first maintenance, for that for the future, but do it in a soft way where we create value, where we answer questions and, and help them enjoy their vehicle more because we find so many times when people may have uh, complaints or concerns about their car, they just never had the time to go over how it works properly and how it's supposed to and how you press, what button you press and what you, what you do and those kinds of things. So we answer those questions and create that bond. And it, it is a huge uh, uh, blessing for fixed operations because it really, if it's done right, it creates, it's the first level for uh, you know, a long time ownership experience. I love it. I know that customer satisfaction, Jim, is so important to retention and, and loyalty. Uh, what does Subaru of America do to train and to develop that in your stores? In terms of your uh, total? Yeah, your, customer satisfaction. Um, the, the whole. You know, I, I, I know loyalty is is at the at the forefront. You know, I, I can't, yeah. you know, mistake, mm-hmm. you know, how you're always number one. Uh, in uh, in that category. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Three years running with J.D. Powers, brand loyalty, uh, number one. Uh, you know, I'll answer that question in terms of the Love Promise University. Okay. And that's a uh, new uh, initiative where we've got in all of our zones and independent distributors, we've got uh, a, a trainer, a Love Promise uh, customer experience manager that is working with the retailers to create what we call Love Promise Moments those extra moments in the store where we're doing the right thing, where we go above and beyond, where we exceed customers' expectations. So the whole umbrella strategy is called Love Promise University. And we we try to instill these moments of heart. And heart, another acronym, 
is honesty, empathy, appreciation, respect, and trust. So, you know, it, it's, it's very hard to train on the softer skills in our industry, especially uh, to train for empathy. Uh, and and we're, we're working on that and we're showing, starting to see some good success from that because it's so important to create that, that bond and that trust. Uh, and, you know, there's a, there's a quote that comes to mind from uh, Maya Angelou uh, that says, uh, I've learned that people will forget what you said People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And so on that basis, the Love Promise University is is about making that that customer, you know, feel right, feel trust and respect and and follow and genuine concern for whatever their issue is. And so we're very focused on that. It's a it's it's a big undertaking. It's not easy. Uh, It's a culture shift. But we're seeing some early signs of progress. We've just started on this uh, within the last two years. And this year, uh, you know, as the pandemic uh, winds down, we look forward to really taking it to the next level and and differentiating ourselves as a a car company. Jim, talk to us about Share the Love. You know, we've heard a lot about that. We hear a lot about that. Um, How did that come about? And, and, uh, you know, I know it's grown, uh, but... uh, I hear it includes service uh, and not just sales. Yes. It started with, it goes back 13 or 14 years where uh, we uh, met with our national retailer advisory board and we're talking about what should we do for a year end sales event? What theme? And, and, you know, there's always a theme and we know many manufacturers have them. And the, the idea was, well, what can we do for others? What can we do in the spirit of, of Subaru and giving back and, and, and sharing the love? And so uh, mm-hmm. our tagline, love, we wanted to, to show in a dem- demonstrable way how we do that. So we decided to call it Share the Love, and we launched it uh, from Thanksgiving through uh, New Year's okay. every year. And the uh, basic premise is $250 would go from, from uh, Super of America to uh, one of five charities, national charities, or and later in later years, we added local charities that the retailer could could select to keep the money in their local community. Smart. And so, yeah, so it's evolved. And, and now, uh, within the last two years, we've added parts and service, okay. where per RO, and there's a lot of ROs between Thanksgiving and New Year's every year. Uh, we contribute two dollars for, and the retailers contribute. $3 for every repair order. Wow. And I'll tell you that adds up significantly. Uh, most of our retailers are participating in this now on the, on the parts and service side. So on top of the $250 from the new car department, there's $5 per RO total that goes to those, those wow. charities that the customer ends up picking. So it's a, it's a win-win. It creates that positive cycle. And then in the springtime uh, okay. afterwards, when we calculate it all, we have check presentations and we bring in those charities into the retailer. And many times our, our factory reps are there and we, uh, we can talk about what that, that charity does and, wow. and really uh, make it a win-win all the way around. And I'll tell you, Ted, we're over $225 million contributed in those 13 years wow. for the Share the Love program and looking to make that over one quarter of a billion this year. Wow. Jim, wow, that's that's amazing. Um, 
uh, Tom Dahl, when he was on the event uh, a few months ago, told us about personal letters that Subaru owners write, and they do it daily. Um, and I know you get those as well. Um, is there a theme um, about their experiences, you know, being Subaru uh, owners? Yeah, they, you know, our customers are passionate and, and they're concerned and they, they want us to do better if they yeah. feel something didn't go right. And they'll tell us and they'll tell us whether, it, you know, if they have a concern on the on the vehicle itself, the way they were treated at the store, something else. Uh, many times it may be a little thing or a communication thing that we can nip in the bud and create a positive cycle out of it. And we follow up and, and I'll tell you, Tom Dahl reads every single letter uh, that he gets. And, and, and I often get copies uh, when they pertain to fixed operations and uh, so does our entire executive team. Uh, and we follow up and do, do the right thing. We have uh, specific folks that are involved in the follow-up and listening to that customer and seeing what, what happened, why did it happen, what can we do to avoid it and to make it right. And it is, it, it, it's very important to us, uh, but not just to, to make it right, but also to try to see if there's something systemic about it that we can we can change so it doesn't happen to that next customer. Wow, wow! And you definitely do things right. Um, finally, Jim, uh, we're hearing a lot now in the industry, more than ever before, even more than just a few months ago, about EVs and what's coming. And uh, you know, maybe a year ago, a year and a half, two years ago, not so much. But now, you know, a, a number of our panels have been addressing EVs and infrastructure and the requirements. So. Uh, talk to us a little bit. I, I know you've got some things coming, okay, a little bit later on in the pipeline, but what are some of the challenges that Subaru retailers uh, may face uh, from a training and a, a customer service uh, standpoint? Well, we are excited that next month is start of production of the Subaru Solterra, our first all EV, all electric. We've had uh, a number of different hybrids and plug-in hybrids and but uh, this is our first all EV. Uh, so, you know, we're early on the learning curve uh, from that standpoint, but there's tremendous interest. Our customer has always gravitated towards new technology, certainly towards environmental technology. And we opened up customer reservations uh, this week for the new Solterra, and it's been a record number of uh, customers. I can't even keep track of where, where we're at right now that are uh planning to buy this over the first six months. We only opened up six months of production at this point. So, so we're still in the learning stages. We've got a curriculum being developed uh, at the technical side of things uh, right now and are starting on that. We've got web-based training and in, in, uh, in uh, technical training in our technical centers as well. We're also looking at new ways to reach these customers because they want to be treated differently uh, we uh, all of our research and all of our customer feedback shows, and we're we're looking at an initiative with pickup and delivery, where we could uh, go to the customer's house, the, the EV customer, and pick that vehicle up and do the do the services, uh, drop off a loaner if that's what they request, whether they do or not uh, is up to them, and then do that uh, level of basic maintenance, whatever it may be. It's all different on the EV. Uh, certainly, but to keep, keep that bond with the retailer as the number one place for all things parts and service and, and to keep that bond with the EV vehicle, which we know is so important because it's just it's new technology. 
there are some customers out there that think it's just plug and play and you, mm. you, you know, it's another appliance and you plug it in and that, that's all you ever need for, for a hundred thousand miles. And that's not true. So we believe this pickup and delivery will be a good avenue for our retailers to keep that connection uh, with those, those new customers, those EV customers, keep them coming back. And uh, we're going to, we're going to learn from it. We're, uh, we're excited about it and ready for the opportunity. And I think, um, I think there are going to be a lot of opportunities for retailers. From what I'm hearing, uh, a lot of new things, maybe not all that we anticipated going in, but uh, our dealers are resilient. As you know, Jim, you're, I should say retailers are resilient and um, you know, your Subaru retailers are among the very, very best, uh, if not the best in the nation. So I agree um, with that. We, uh, we've got an outstanding group of retailers that are totally committed to the customer, to the markets that they that they reside in, and to doing the right thing for the for the future. So uh, yeah, we're we're really excited about Solterra, and it's going to be uh, just a, a wonderful all-wheel drive, battery electric vehicle. So watch for it. All right, we will. And uh, you're right, your retailers stand out whenever they, they speak here at the roundtable, and we have a, a whole lot of them here. So, uh, Jim Pernis, I want to congratulate you, Vice President of Fixed Operations at Super of America, again, on all the success that you are having, and uh, look forward to great things from Subaru. So, Jim, on behalf of the Fixed Ops community, thank you so much for all that you do. Ted, thank you for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. Appreciate all that you do for 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 charity and the good works that everybody uh, watching does as well. Thank you.